Welcome, everyone, to Take the Lead. I am your host, William Kliske. Guys, you know who I am. I'm John O'Halloran. And start off with some NBA, basketball. Baby. So, John, hit us with a topic. Celtics are 9-0 at home. All sports teams in Boston haven't lost at home yet. Unless that changed since I read that on Thursday. I don't know if the Bruins lost. Oh, uh, yeah, they lost uh, at home in overtime. Yep. Damn. Good job, Bruins. Oh, yeah, you, you ruined, ruined it. it. You ruined it. But Celtics have been... 30 seconds in and I'm already wrong. <laughs> uh, Celtics have been unbeatable at home. I hope they keep it up. Um, just imagine they can keep this up come playoff time. They could definitely... Barring no injuries, um, they could definitely be a team that will be tough to beat at home. Oh, definitely. Even if they get a uh, home court advantage. Yeah, and then once Gordon Hayward comes back... Speaking Speaking about Gordon, uh, Brad Stevens said there's an 82% chance that he will be back. Back this, when? Uh, right before Christmas. Ah, solid. Which is good because uh, when he was in the lineup with the Celtics, he was 7-1. and one. He averaged, I think it was 16.7 uh, points. I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I didn't. But that's okay. But uh, <laughs> So Gordon Hayward is expected to be back soon, which I can't wait because he was definitely playing well before his hand injury. Yeah, and Celtics have continued. They had a little bit of a cold streak after, but came turned it around, back to second in the East. Oh, yeah, I got it right here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I did write it down. I'm a dummy. Um, it's all good. We all have those moments. He suffered broken hand November ninth. He was averaging eighteen point nine points, seven rebounds. He was shooting forty three percent from three point. So I just I hope he comes back. They didn't play well without him, though. They really have. Yeah, but they played well with him too. So yeah. it just shows that regardless of really who the Celtics have, it's kind of like the Patriots. It's like the next man up mentality. Yes, and they've so, been playing well, which is always positive in that kind of atmosphere. Um, Knicks fired David uh, Fisdale after a four and eighteen start. Yeah, and Meta World Peace on Twitter is trying to get that starting job Jesus. or that head coach job. So, that's fun. They definitely need something because the Knicks are dumpster fire. Four and eighteen. We're gonna get uh, what the hell's his name? Ball. Uh, I can't remember his front name. Lamelo. The, uh, no, the uh, that's the young one, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, just make sure we're talking about the same person. Here. Yeah. Dude, well, there's three of them. They're all. Oh. Um. They should definitely make Lavar Ball their head coach. Oh my God. Greater mind than Michael Jordan, he did as say, Bobby would say. He did say at uh, one time he wants all three of his sons to play together. Well, that's definitely not happening with LiAngelo no. not playing anymore. No, you know which he is. He is doing whatever he, I guess, d- dang well pleases. He probably kicked him out of the house and said, you're not in the NBA? Pack your bags and get out of my house. <laughs> you're not in the NBA. Dad, wait, Dad, wait. You're dropped nope. from big baller brand. <laughs> Give me those $500 shoes that fall apart after three minutes. He's probably one of those guys that's standing up at the highway that says, uh, homeless, please give food and some rolls on the window. <laughs> hey, aren't you Angelo Ball? I used to be. I used to be. My real name's John. John Ball. John Ball. <laughs> oh, man. Cousins of John Wall. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I just think the Knicks are a spot where... I don't think anything can save them at this point unless yeah. somehow, some way, they get a good head coach that can change this around. But I highly doubt it. At four and eighteen, that would be such a huge turnaround. Yeah, and, and speak and speaking of teams that are trash this year, I don't know. I said it like that, but the Warriors—they're five and nineteen now, and the NBA is officially removing Warriors games from national television. At least within the next couple of weeks, they've been removed from national TV games. I think they should have done that as soon as uh, Curry went down. Yeah. Once they lose, like, their top two guys and should they should three, done. if you include Durant leaving in the postseason. Yes. But, no, I can no, I think we can say three now because even if he did stay with the team, he wouldn't be playing. Yeah. He'd still his injury. Yeah, so they're down their top three players from last year. Yep. It's just like they it should have been a red flag from the, from the get. Yeah. From the get. Also, the Blazers give Carmel Anthony a guaranteed contract from the end of the season. Oh, they did? Yeah. Ah, nice. He's averaging 16.9 points and 5.9 rebounds. Congratulations. 
He was thinking about retirement before the Blazers called him, which is awesome. Yes. He's getting another chance. Uh, and he's, ha- he's proven his worth. I'm happy it's working out for him. I just really hope he continues to play the way he is. What's his, uh, I don't know if you saw it, his guaranteed contract. Do you <sighs> know? I'll look it up. When he signed it or right now? He's for, before he was day to day, I'm not. I'm just curious what his guaranteed numbers were, like if it added up to what his total for day to day was. Let's while, see. While you're looking that up, uh, Cavs players are rebelling against Strawn Beeline. Says uh, they say he treats them like college players, which I know what's going on with Cleveland. They've been a dumpster fire ever since LeBron left again. So who knows if this guy's going to get fired? I think Cleveland, if they didn't play last night. I think Cleveland's five and eighteen, so that's another team that's probably obviously gonna be a top five pick. Uh, I don't see them turning around just like the Knicks. Yeah, so I found it. Awesome. Um, Carmelo Anthony's contract with Portland is a one-year deer deal for the veterans' minimum two point one six million dollars. It's not bad. I mean, I think that's a very good that's bargain very well for his sixteen point nine points, yeah. six rebounds, and two assists a game. So now, if let's say if he continues. Let's say the rest of the season he finishes with you know, roughly the same numbers. Yeah. Do you see him getting another contract next year with someone else, or do you think he'll just hang it up? Uh, hold on. I gotta see how old he is. He's like oh, what thirty-five. He's probably LeBron's age. Yeah. They're both in the league at the um, same time, I believe. I just want to double check this real quick before I say anything. Oh my gosh. Ah, oh, stop falling, Mike. Okay, he's thirty-five. Um, I could see him maybe signing like a two-year deal. But if he continues to perform at the same numbers, maybe he plays his way into more money. Yeah. So because he's definitely playing well. Yeah. So I, I, his performance definitely outweighs the veterans' minimum at this stage, so far with Portland. Also, uh, last night, uh, Rodney Hood tore his Achilles. He's done for the season. That's a yep. terrible injury. Uh, he was averaging eleven point uh, five points a game. He just signed a two-year deal worth uh, eleven point seven million. Well, it looks like he's getting eleven point seven million for free. <laughs> <laughs> He throws Achilles on purpose. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? But uh, also going back to the Cavs, the Cavs are now listening to Kevin Love trade offers. He's yeah, I was about to mention that you too. Were? Yeah, is I that have aver- that written down. He's averaging uh, 16.7 points, 10.7 rebounds, and shooting 37.6 from the three. I think Kevin Love could still be an elite player in the right setting. Yes, I, def- I just don't think... Cleveland was ever the right scenario for him with with or without LeBron. I just don't think I think it was the right for him. I think after when LeBron left, I think that's when they should have traded him. I oh, think they should have started or I think that's when they re, when they should have well they started the rebuild when LeBron left again, but when LeBron left they just should have completely started over. Yeah, just a complete rebuild. And to be honest, would've I would smart. And to be honest, I wouldn't mind if the Celtics go after Kevin Love. Um We need a big man. Yes. He's more of like oh Kind of like a wing-sized big man. So it would be just like another guy roughly the same yeah. height as Hayward, Brown, Hay- no. Tatum. I almost said Hayward twice. But uh, I don't know who the Celtics would give up. I mean, they would have to give up one of the draft picks. And, uh, and I don't see the Celtics going Taco after Taco Fall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the Celtics going after him. Because speaking bit about big men, I really like Robert Williams. He's oh, I love Robert Williams. He's out very well. He's, I think... A couple more years in the league. He'll be the big man for the I, Celtics. I think he will earn a lot of money in this league. He's, yeah, he's playing insane, so well. Especially on defense. Yeah. I, every time I watch him, he seems like he gets like I, three I, blocks. I definitely think he'll improve, so I don't see the Celtics going after Kevin Love at all because I don't think they really have the money for his contract. Yeah. He signed a huge contract with, uh, with Cleveland True. last year or two years ago. I also want to bring up the, sa- the savageness of Chris Paul. In the game last night against Minnesota, 1.1 seconds left in the game. Uh, I think it was Carl Anthony Towns is about to shoot free throws. And Chris Paul, I don't know who he was pointing to, but it was someone on the turn world. It was like, his shirt's untucked, his, sh- his jersey's untucked. That's a delay of game. So that's a technical foul. Yeah. So the so OKC got two free throws, tied the game, brought it to overtime, and then proceeded to win. Wow. So Chris Paul's... Very, his snitching abilities and knowing of the rule book helped the OK, oh, helped the Thunder win That's against awesome. the Timberwolves. So I want to ask you this: calling out something as uh, minuscule as an untucked jersey, do you think it's fair for him to do that? 
I think it is. I mean, it's you have to have your jersey tucked in. Fact, I agree. And so, to be honest, I didn't even know that was the uh, that would even cause a technical foul in the NBA. I didn't either. But that's fu- I guess he, we know he something knows, new. He knew the he knew the rules. Yeah, it takes advantage. Just like I watch, like uh, I watch um highlight clips all the <laughs> time of like. Uh, athletes very well knowing the rule book and it's yeah. always like the kickoffs the ball's like on the two and they step out of bounds and reach in because now the player's out of bounds yeah. ball's out of bounds they get the ball in the 40 yes so just like I, I love seeing things like that I think it was just him capitalizing on the situation saw a jersey untucked pointed it out delay of game technical foul boom also I just looked at uh off the court, uh, Chris Paul served as the National Basketball Player Association president since August 2013. So there you go. He he, yeah. know, he knows a lot about the rules. So yeah, he's the head guy up there. So he caught that and uh, proceeded to help the Thunder win. Yeah. So congratulations to Chris Paul helping his new team win. And I want to just ask you a quick question. Yes. So since the last episode. Uh, the Bucks and the Lakers, they are now both 20 and 3, respectively. Yep. So, just a simple question. Out of these two teams, assuming everyone stays healthy, who is going to have the better record by the end of the year? Uh, I'll say Lakers. All right. I'll probably say Lakers, too. I don't know why. I definitely. Just a feeling. I, yeah, I'll say Lakers. I mean,. Just to, uh, it's actually really tough. I mean, both teams are good, but obviously twenty and three. But I, I just want to say Lakers because LeBron's playing well, Anthony Davis is playing well, yeah. Even Dwight Howard's playing well. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Lakers. Yeah, I'm going with the Lakers too. They just have more talent, at least in the starting lineup, than yeah. the Bucks do. Because the Bucks have Giannis, and then um, that, that's where my knowledge ends. Wait, or, don't uh, they have both um, the Lopez's? Aren't they in Milwaukee? Or am I thinking of I a different th- team? I think one. Are they both? I, I'm pretty sure they're both on the same team. Yeah, Rob. At least Robin Lopez is on the Bucks. Robin Lopez plays for the Bucks. Brooke um, Lopez also plays for the Bucks, so they, they both, both are. Yeah, they're both on the Bucks. They got Giannis. I think Chris Middleton's still out. Yeah, Chris Middleton. That was the guy I was thinking of, but couldn't think oh, of George Hill. But nah, he's Eric Bledsoe. But I think he's out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Lakers. Just looking at the um, the Bucks roster. I mean, it, to be 23 that impresses me, but I, don't know, I just don't really think this is a championship team roster. Oh my god. <laughs> Another hand, the Lakers, you know, LeBron, um, Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Rondo. Even they got peace coming off the bench. I definitely think that the Lakers will be the team that will um, have a better record. Yeah. Um, so it turns out in the 2018 NFL draft, Giannis's brother was Mr. Irrelevant. Seriously? The last pick, second round. Where did you find number that? Number 60. So I loaded up the Bucks, and then I saw this guy with the same name as Yacht, last name as Giannis. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? It's um, Athanasios Antetokounmpo. Yeah, Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. He's the older brother of Giannis, and he plays for the South Bay Lakers, as well as Costas Antetokounmpo. That's a lot of brothers. And then there's Francis Antetokounmpo, who. He doesn't look like he plays basketball. Or at least just didn't make it in the league. <laughs> so, yeah. That was interesting. Fun facts for it. Fun fact of the day for you. I didn't read that. Um, ready to switch sports, or do you have any more for basketball? Uh, scores. Scores. Hit us with uh, them. Speaking about the Bucks, they beat the Clippers last night, 119-21. Giannis, 27, uh, put up 27 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, the Lakers had no problems beating the uh, Blazers, 136-113. Anthony Davis, 39 points, three rebounds. I mean, nine rebounds, three blocks. Speaking about the Thunder, the uh, 
They beat the uh, Timbers as we said, in overtime, 139-127. Another high-scoring game. Chris Paul, 30 uh, points, 4 rebounds, 7 assists. The uh, Heat beat the uh, Wizards, 112-23. Jimmy Butler, uh, 28 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. Good enough for a triple-double. Uh, the Celtics remain unbeaten at home, like we said earlier. They beat the uh, Very Good Nuggets team, 108-95. Jason Tatum put up 26 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. The uh, Magic beat the um, Cavaliers 93-87. Evan Fournier, 88, almost said 80 points. 18 points and 2 rebounds. Um, the Spurs beat the Kings 105-104. DeMar DeRozan had 15 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. The Kings missed a go-ahead 3-pointer with 11 seconds left. Uh, the Pistons beat the Pacers 108-101. to uh, Andre Drummond, uh, 25 points, 22 rebounds. Great numbers. The um, Nets beat the Hornets 111-104. Joe Harris, 22 points, 5 assists. And the uh, Warriors actually win the game. They beat the Bulls 198. Everett Pascal, never heard of him. Uh, 13 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. The Warriors are now 5-19. Everyone watch out. The Warriors are coming back. Yeah, the Warriors are about to win the World the World Series, the <laughs> NBA Finals. <laughs> they're about to be back to again with a crappy team. Yeah, they're going to be the um, – I don't have a team to compare them to because every team that makes it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm losing my mind because I almost called it the World Series. So, ready for baseball? Yes. So, let's talk about the Yankees uh, first. That that's what I'm gonna say now. Every time I mention the Yankees, <laughs> I'm gonna like cough or throw up every <laughs> time after I say their name. But they're expected to offer Cole a record deal. So thoughts? I don't know why. Garrett Cole's a great pitcher, but you shouldn't give pitchers big contracts. Cause look at David Price. You said it before the podcast. It's gonna be like a David Price or even bigger than David Price contract. Yeah. Uh, I just think when you give pitchers like that a big contract, I don't think it works. Because David Price, I mean, I'm not. Com- I mean, I'm comparing David Price to Garrett Cole. Um, yeah, but you also have to consider that the Yankees already have a really solid bullpen. Yeah, and their MLB is changing the rules that limits the amount of uh, players you can have like in the bullpen. They or are something like that. Yeah, so for the Yankees to go after starting, p- so it's for more of an emphasis for starting pitchers. That can go the long distance. And Cole's that guy that's currently a free agent if they need him. I definitely, I mean, I, I mean, I I always thought he was going to go to the Yankees. It depends what they give him and what the Angels can give him because I think those are those are the two teams that will be in the race room. And unfortunately, us being Red Sox fans, we're going to see Garrett Cole in the Yankees uniform. Yeah. And what's even worse is they have interest in uh Steven Strasburg. Yeah. So if they bring both of those guys in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, then we're going to have to hear Bobby. Baby! 20 World Series on the way, baby! How about them Yankees? 28! Road to 28! Even though, Bobby, you weren't alive for the first friggin' 27. No, I'm just kidding. Not 27. <laughs> 20, like, 4 or something. Yeah, 24 from 23. Yeah, 23, 24. So, Bobby, you and I, the Yankees. <laughs> I like your self-censoring. I don't know why we keep bringing up Bobby. It's like it's fun. <laughs> that's why, because he's easy to pick on. Yeah, but uh, he's gonna go to the Yankees, and I think the deal will be done with the next couple of days. And if Garrett Cole's go to the Yankees, Bobby, you're hanging right now. Since I know you're gonna listen, I'll officially say the Yankees are better than the Red Sox if they get Garrett Cole and the Red Sox trade Mookie Betts. Oh boy! So that's where we're at right now with the Yankees. But let's talk about the other New York team, the New York Mets. Over the last two seasons, they have lost $120 million total. Over $60 million each season. That's bad. It's really bad. Something's going on there that's not good at all. Yeah, and that's why the owners are selling 80% of the stock and the team to a minority owner and what's his name, Cohen. Um, of course I was say, but <laughs> speaking about the Mets, I mean they made a move. Maybe it'll help. <laughs> maybe it'll help their ticket sales Spending and everything. Spending more else. money will help their 
deficit. <laughs> Maybe they'll bring people to the seats. Uh, they acquired Jake, uh, Maris, um, Maris. My God, I can't talk. <laughs> Who? Jake. Uh, <laughs> Let me see. Jake uh, Maraznik Mar- uh, from the Astros for Kennedy uh, Correa and uh, Lefty Blake Taylor. So, Mets, maybe this will be the move that you bring people in. But maybe probably not because you guys lost a lot of money. I'm surprised Pete Alonso didn't bring people in. Oh, that's true. So, man, Mets. But but take the leads going to a Mets game next year. Yes. Got to get City Field off my res- off my, my wrestling off my MLB ballpark list. Also, in uh, well, yeah, Mets, uh, you got to fix that up. You got to fix that, bro. That's you got to fix. I mean, four years ago, you guys were in the World Series. Now you're losing money. Yeah, because they're right at where the debt, the very low, my, the very lowest the, of the debt ceiling you that they're allowed to be at right now. You think it, if it gets worse and worse and worse, you think the owner would have to sell the Mets or would be well, it was already selling or would become or would it be where the Mets would have to relocate somewhere else I don't think it has to do with that I think that just the Mets need to get better yeah also uh, the Phillies and Zach Wheeler agree on a five year deal worth 118 million uh, I think it's a crazy deal he has a history of arm injuries he's only uh, has 60 starts in the last two seasons for the Mets now the Met, now the Phillies got uh, Zach Wheeler, Jake uh, Arrieta, Arrieta. Arrieta. That's it. I mean, he hasn't been good since he was with uh, Chicago Cubs, and also um, Aaron Nola. Yeah, and it looks like that um, the Phillies might steal away another Nationals player in Rendon. Highly interesting, uh, Anthony Rendon. Yeah, how funny would it be? Ready for this? The uh, Phillies sign Rendon. And the Nationals make it back to the World Series, and the Phillies don't make the playoffs again. Oh my How god! How funny would that be? You know, if I was uh, Anthony Rendon, if I go to the Mets, I wear my the World Phillies. Series. Yeah, I mean, go to the Phillies. I'd wear my World Series ring, walk up to Bryce Harper, and flick him off, win the World Series ring, just walk. No, away. don't flip him off. Be like, be like, hey, we're teammates again, and but just like showing off the ring. Be like, yo, Bryce. I can't see this. I'm putting it in my hand in front of my face, like shoving it in Bryce's face. Bryce, it's so good to see you. Give him the fist pound. Yeah, what's yeah, up? What's up? Yeah, what's up, buddy? Better. Give, but, him uh, give him a fist bump with the ring out. That'd be two straight years the Nationals have lost a key player. Yeah, but do you think that would affect them detrimentally? Because the loss of Harper didn't. I don't think it will. I think if they lose Rendon and Strasburg, then yeah. Oh, if they lose both those guys, then they got to rebuild. Yeah, 100%. Because I don't know who left after that. I mean, but, um, I Phillies have the money to give it to Anthony Rendon. They really do. Yeah. But then again, does Anthony Rendon really want to leave where he just won a World Series? And then go to a team that Bryce Harper went to and didn't even make the playoffs. But uh, come, when it comes to sports, these guys, some of them don't care about winning championships. They care about making money. Oh, 100%. So um, let's see if this deal gets done. Let's see what happens. Uh, I would really feel bad for the Nationals. I would too. But speaking about the Nationals, they brought back and NLCS MVP Harry Kendrick on a one-year deal. That's always good. Bring back important key players. That made a huge grand slam against the uh, Dodgers in the NLDS. Uh, Pardes acquired Tommy Pham from the Rays for uh, Hunter Renfo. The Twins and Michael Pandia uh, agree on a two-year deal worth $20 million. He has 39 games remaining after being suspended six games in September. So that's pretty much all what I have for baseball. I have one more thing for baseball is that Chris Sale donates $1 million to his alma mater, Florida Gulf Coast University. They were the only team or they were the only Division One school to be in to um, offer him a scholar. Yeah, to offer him a scholarship after high school. It's where he met his wife, his current wife. And had they still they had their first kid while they both still attended the university. So very quick and moving in the relationship like, for Chris Sale. I wonder how those uh, all those colleges feel that they passed up on Chris Sale because he's been probably one of the best pitchers in the MLB most of his career. He's a seven time All Star, World Series champion, two time AL strikeout leader. Yeah, but um, also he has. Set a bunch of MLB career records, uh, 1.23 career strikeouts per, uh, 123 point career strikeout per inning pitched, uh, 5.3, uh, 
seven career strikeouts to walk radio, reached 20,000 strikeouts def- uh, in the fewest innings. But who knows if he would have been the same pitcher if he went to a different – I mean, this is going to sound crazy. I'm probably not going to make any sense. But who knows if he would have been the same pitcher if he went to a different college. I don't, probably I, don't think, I don't think it has anything to do with that, but I think a lot of these colleges that pass up on him are probably thinking, like, we could have had this guy. Right. I but, know what you mean. But who really pays attention to college baseball anyways? Yeah, but I just I hope, hate to say it, but yeah, it's true. Uh, Chris Sale definitely had a down season last year. Uh, I hope he can bounce back and be the player who he was with when he was with the Chicago and then came here with the Red Sox earlier. But... It happens when this guy throws 100 friggin' 15 uh, pitches a game. Hopefully his arm can come back. And uh, he can be the same old Chris Sale, and uh, we can dominate the ALE East again. Fingers crossed. And don't trade Mookie. Hashtag don't trade Mookie. Hashtag don't trade Mookie. Hashtag. Do you want to hit us with your hockey minute? Flip them pages. Yes. The uh, Leafs forward Andreas Johnson will miss at least 10 games with the leg injury. Bruins Priest Bergeron will be out tonight versus Avalanche with the lower body injury. Sharks forward Evander Kane fined $5,000 for elbowing defenseman Arako Jordius. The Wild are now 8-0-3 in the last 11 games after starting the season not so hot. Uh, the Blackhawks beat the Devils last night in overtime 2-1. Penguins beat the Coyotes 2-0. Capitals over the Ducks 3-2. Canadians over the Rangers 2-1. Oilers over the Kings 2-1. And now the division leaders, the Capitals, it's still pretty much the same as been. Capitals are now 22-4-5 with 49 points. The Bruins are 23-6 with 46 points. The Blues are 18-6-6 with 42 points. The Oilers are 18-10-3 with 39 points. Leon Dreisaitl leads the NHL with 53 points. David Pasternak leads the, <laughs> leads the NHL in 25 points. Uh, Tristan Jerry leaves the NHL in save percentage at 9.43%. And Britton Holpe leaves the NHL with 15 wins. And that is my hockey minute. Boom. Boom. That's my goal <laughs> horn. That's your goal horn. Yep. Which also signals our half and will come back bye. with some football. And why are you saying bye? It's only halftime. We'll be right back. Thank you. Welcome back, because we are going to talk some football now. Hike, hike. So, we're just going to jump straight into our predictions for week 15, 14? What week are we going into? 14. 14 week, no, is it? Yeah, week 14. So, updated records. Where are you? The That's the first records. time we're jumping into the picks. What? That's the first time we're doing picks right away. Yeah, I know, but I don't really have anything else to talk about. Do you? Oh, yeah, I got a lot. Uh, well, well, we'll get to it when we talk about each respective team, I guess. Well, I just want to update the record, and then you can give your stuff, and we can talk about it, and then we'll go into the picks, because mm-hmm. I didn't know you had things. So, John, you're currently up by three games, 106 and 66 to 103 and 69. Giggity. Giggity, giggity. Okay. Hit us with what you got. So with uh, Ron Rivera recently getting fired um, Wednesday, I think it was, I wrote down coaches who are probably on the hot seat. Uh, Dan Quinn. Yeah, probably. Over the last five seasons, 39 and 37. Atlanta sitting at 39 right now. Definitely weren't where they were. I expected them to be, especially last year. They were uh, let down. Uh, people had the Falcons in playoffs this year. I have them in playoffs this year. I'm positive i think some people have them going back to the super bowl but i have them winning the division i think it's another it's another letdown in atlanta again uh his he's three and two in uh, five postseason games unfortunately i think the way the seasons the past two seasons seasons have gone for the falcons i think dan quinn's time in atlanta is done unless they give him another opportunity but two straight years the falcons uh can i interrupt you for a second yeah bobby's calling he is yeah What's up, Bobby? You're live on the pod. Hi. Right, first off, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna share a non-sports story with everyone, and I think everyone will enjoy it. No. Okay. Okay. So I was just at Target with Slavy. We are leaving right now. Let's go over to the side so this car can go. And 
Slavey was like walking behind me and he told me he wanted AirPods for Christmas. So I walk up to the register in electronics and I buy two pairs of AirPods. One for me, one for Slavey. Slavey catches up and goes, oh no, don't let him buy two pairs. I want to buy one for Christmas. So I buy one pair of AirPods for Slavey. Slavey buys one pair of AirPods for me. Shiloh then calls us and says, you boys better not have just bought AirPods. We're like, what do you mean? He goes, I got those for you for Christmas. So moral of the story, we returned the AirPods 30 seconds after buying them because it's already under the Christmas tree. Wow. Yeah, so Billy, good thing I didn't buy AirPods from Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, true. Everyone jumping the gun in AirPods. Yo, we need like a Google Doc of presents so everyone knows. But that, that was the point. Yeah, balls. But anyways, John, your Eagles suck. That's Shut up! Know. I know they do. <laughs> Dude, you can't even beat the Miami Dolphins. What are you talking about? That game never happened. That was a freaking match. Kind of like every game you played this year. How does it feel to be five and seven with like the twentieth easiest schedule in the NFL? What are you talking about? They're seven and five. You're crazy. Sports fans are like, we can't do this, we can't do that. I'm like, no, 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 no. You are watching the game. <laughs> you can't do anything. You're not on the field. What are you talking about? They they beat the Dolphins. You're you're crazy. That must have been in your dream. No. They no. beat the Dolphins. <laughs> but all right, I'll see you later, big guys. Uh, well, that was interesting. I. Continue with what you were talking Thanks, about. Bobby. Thank, thanks for the call, Bobby. We appreciate it always. But, yeah, Falcons two straight years have been uh, definitely underachieving. Uh, next one is a no-brainer. Jason Garrett, uh, eighty-three and sixty-six over the past ten seasons. He's two and three in five postseason games. Dallas is at, sitting at six and seven. Um, every time the uh, Dallas is losing, they show uh the hell is his name uh jerry jones in the owner's box he looks frustrated he looks mad um especially thursday game against the uh, bears i think jason garrett's time in dallas is winding down they're interested in bringing in urban meyer which definitely could help him out uh doug monroe he was 20 26 over four seasons with the jaguars um he's two and one over three postseason games uh i don't write down the jaguars record crap i think right like Four and eight or something. I think they're yeah, you might be right. Um Hold on, buddies. Uh Jaguars are sitting at four and eight. This is another hey, team. Yeah, that was a good guess. Uh this is another team I had uh making the playoffs again. I thought they were gonna rebound. Um, but you no, know, the defense hasn't been what I thought it was gonna be, just whole Jaguars team how it wasn't I thought it was gonna be. They did lose uh Nick Foles for I forgot how many weeks it was, they threw him big money. Uh, just I I definitely think Doug Maroon's time in Jackson is winding down. Then uh, Pat Shermer seven twenty one over the past two seasons with the Giants. Giants are sitting at two and ten. Uh, I I don't see nothing save. I don't see anything saving his job right now unless they give him another opportunity. But just looking at his career record, the Giants are not where they want to be. Freddie Kitchens, you really can't blame it all on him. His first season, Browns are five and seven. They still got an opportunity to make the playoffs. I think. Uh, you know, he just the moves made in the off season. You figure that would be good. No, bringing Odell Beckham to too much of our slander again. They both teamed up in college. Um, no, giving uh Baker Mayfield weapons. I thought this Brown team was going to be good. I'm to be honest, I had them winning division. I had them being in the playoffs. Same, but it's the Browns, and they're always going to be the Browns. Uh, this is no brainer. I think Matt Patricia nine eighteen and one over two seasons. Uh, Detroit's in at three eight and one. He has hasn't brought the Lions to the playoffs. Uh, I thought the Lions brought him in. They're going to be a good defensive team. You know he was great with the Patriots, but uh, he's not obviously what the Lions thought he was going to be. Um, I'm sure the Lions thought he was going to change his whole Lions team around, make him a great defense, but they're not there. Uh, I've worked on Doug Peterson thirty four twenty six over four seasons, four and one over five postseasons games. I uh, know there's games this season that the Eagles have been under uh, achieving. There's games they should have won. Um, I definitely think during the offseason, a coaching change will happen in Philly, whether it's uh, Doug Peterson or it's Jim Schwartz on defense or it's uh, the awesome coordinator for um, Mike Goth. Uh, something's been done in Philly. I mean, they have the best team coming on paper, but injuries have hit them. Um, something's been done in Philly. Uh 
It's sad. Uh, Anthony Lynn uh, last year, 12 and 4 Chargers last uh, last year, uh, 25 and 19 over three seasons. Uh, he has he's one one in two postseason games. Chargers are another team that I had going to the playoffs. Another team I thought was going to be good this year. Brought to the playoffs last year, um, but Chargers are obviously not who I thought they're going to be this year. Uh, I think those coaches in the hot seat, I see Dan Quinn losing his job, Jason Garrett losing his job, Doug Monroe, Pat Shermer. I think Freddie Kitchens will get another chance. Matt Patricia will lose his job. Uh, I, I think the Eagles will keep Doug Peterson. Anthony Lynn, fortunately, will lose his job. And uh, that's all I got for the coaches in the hot seat. All righty. Um, uh, so... It turns out tonight there's a fight that's happening that I had no idea was was going on, but now I want to watch it. It's um, what's the company? It's uh, Combat Americas, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh Tito Ortiz versus Alberto Del Rio. Did you know this was happening? No. The and in the picture, he has the WWE title over his shoulder, like the old school spinner one. Because it says legendary UFC champ for his first Mexican WWE champ. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was happening, but now I want to see it. Um, that's funny. Um, okay. Uh, you have anything else other than hot seat stuff? Uh, Eli Manley likely to start Monday yeah. against the Eagles. Maybe they'll, he'll get the Giants their third win. Jesus Christ, don't say that. Maybe don't he'll get that. the Giants their third win. Probably. Eagles suck. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me don't say that again. And then I was just going to repeat <laughs> it the third time. Uh, Patriots bring back uh, Nick Folk. T.Y. Hilton, Adam and Terry will miss this weekend's game versus the Bucks. T.I. Wilton. Uh, T.I. Hilton. <laughs> T.I. Hilton, Hilton uh, has mit, will miss his fifth game in six weeks. Yikes. But Marlon Mack should be back after uh, ha- after missing uh, since week 11 with a hand injury. Killed my fantasy team, but he's back. That's good. So, jumping into them picks. Sure. Them picks. Them picks. Them picks. So, Colts, Bucks. Bucks. Uh, just the Colts. Every time you pick them, they've. You guys already know. Not <laughs> having you already. Not know. having Ty Hilton is definitely gonna hurt them. Um. They lost. Uh, Titans beat the uh, Colts last week, so I just. I'm just. I'm picking the Bucks. I'm. I'm done with the Colts. I got to look one thing up before I make my pick because it'll help me influence who I pick. So I'm going to go Colts this game to actually because Colts, they're probably on. I got to double check information. The Colts. Why am I blind? There you are. Because the Colts are trying to still squeeze in for a playoff spot. They're six and six. And the Bucks are five and seven. So The Bucks are still alive too. Yeah. That's true, dang. And the Bucks have also had high scoring games recently. No, I'm gonna I'll keep it with the Colts, Brad. Okay. You have my trust with the Colts on this one, so please. Tell your team not to let me or you down. So, next up, Ravens, Bills. Um, I got the Ravens in this one. Yeah, the Bills are nine and three, but they've only played two teams with a record. That's the Titans and Patriots. Um, that says a lot. They got a really tough matchup against the Bills in this game. Uh, yeah, they're playing each other. They got a tough <laughs> match. They got a tough matchup against the Ravens. Um, Ravens have been a phenomenal year. They've been on fire. The offense is in par. The defense is in par. And uh, unfortunately, the um, Bills are running to a very hot Lamar Jackson, very fantastic Ravens team. So I got the Ravens in this one. 
even though uh, Bills got a third best defense in the NFL, but I just think the Ravens' offense is too much for them to handle. I agree. The Ravens, they've just been killing it so far this season. Like, all the top teams, if they played them, they beat them. Mm -hmm. The Patriots, the Seahawks, the 49ers. Again, we're going to add the Bills to that list. Another team that has less than five losses that the Ravens are just going to Scoot right past, because I think the I honestly think the Ravens are going to finish the season fourteen and two. Yeah, me point. too. Me too. So, Lions Vikings. Uh, I got the Vikings. This one Vikings are eight and four. They need this win because Bears are seven five. Bears can squeak in and get that spot. Yeah. Um, I think Bears, Bears are seven and six. Yeah, they still can. Uh, still can squeak in and get that. If the uh, Raven, uh, the Vikings will lose the next four games, which I don't see happening. But I got the Vikings in this one. They're much better than the uh, the Lions. The Lions They're uh, three, eight, and one. You know, I just like I said, Matt Patricia's on the hot seat. I think with this loss, is probably going to be the game that gets his bum bum out of Detroit. I can't. <laughs> I don't want to swear on the podcast. It's all good. But I got the Vikings in this one to going nine and four. Yeah, I agree. I Really can't disagree with it. Yeah. The Vikings going up as well. The Lions, they're just going to keep losing. All right. Redskins, Packers. Oh, jeez. I got Packers. Packers in this one. Easy. Easy. We don't really need to explain why we have them. Redskins, they have like, what, three wins? They're three and nine. Yeah, they're still alive in the NFC East. Yeah. So technically they need this win. Yeah, they need to win all their games, and they can win the division. It's so crazy. They're still alive sitting at 3-9. and nine. The NFC East is a dumpster. they got to replace somebody else. With so much for the AFC East being the trash division this year. Because I got the playoff matchup. Which right at the playoffs to start today. today. Um, the Texans, the, the Steelers will be the 6th seed playing the 3rd seed Texans. Patriots and Ravens will also have the buys. Bills and will play the five. The fifth seed Bills will play the fourth seed Chiefs. Sixth seed Vikings will play the third seed Packers. As you already know, Saints, Seahawks get the buys. Packers, Cowboys. I mean, Forty Niners, Cowboys. So you're saying to me right now, let's say if the um, Seahawks finish fourteen and two, Forty uh, Niners finish thirteen three. They're going to go on a road and play a team from the NFC East. That's going to be eight and eight or seven and nine. That is sad. The yeah. Redskins are still alive. Oh my! Yeah. NFC East, John. Those records you gave could be a fact where a team that finishes six and ten could win the division. That's that's the last two Will teams. Will that be the lowest record ever to make a playoffs if they finish six and ten? Yes, because the um. Seahawks in 2014, I believe, were seven and nine made the playoffs. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Did I say 2011? You said 2014. Uh, 2011 Seahawks. Sorry, two uh, made it seven and nine and beat the Saints. Oh wow. So that's, I don't know. That's that's uh, maybe the NFL needs to change this. Maybe, but time will tell. Broncos, Texans. I got the Texans in this one. Uh, Texans played great against Patriots last week. Their offense was in par. Uh, Denver's just a a team that's four and eight. Uh, four and eight that are coming that off a three point victory. But I got to go with the Texans. Yeah, I got well. Texans. They, uh, they I did think really well against the Pats. I think their offense is going to definitely do what they did against the Patriots against a not so good Denver team. Yeah. So here's one where we might have different picks: Forty Niners, Saints. It's going to be a good game. Uh, Saints defense has to do their best to shut down Michael Thomas. He has at least 100 receiving John. yards. You just said the Saints uh, defense 49ers. shut down Michael Thomas. Uh, 49ers defense has to do the best job to oh, shut down Michael man. Thomas. Maybe cover, double cover over the top. He has at least 100 receiving yards in four straight games. I'm not counting out the Saints. I'm actually going to. I'm actually picking the Saints in this one. Uh, Saints ranked third you. in the. Uh, you, you did. 
in the NFL in run defense at 83.6 yards. They haven't allowed a uh, 100-yard rusher in 38 straight games. Also, the Saints tie are tied fourth in the league with 40 sacks. Um, I just think the Saints are a tough matchup for the 49ers. Uh, Trevor Coleman has three touchdown receptions and three straight games versus the Saints, but I don't think that matter. I I just think the Saints, in my opinion, are the much better team. And I got the Saints winning this game. It's going to be a good game. Definitely will be a good game. I have the Saints as well. That's why I said I hate you in the middle <laughs> of the spiel. But um, before we go to the next game, I just found this article, right? Mm-hmm. When um, it's uh, three crazy scenarios or three crazy NFC East playoff scenarios that could still happen, which would be Redskins making the playoffs, Eagles make the playoffs at 7-9. and nine. Jesus. And the Eagles just need to go 2-2 two and two with one of the wins over the Cowboys. And the other one would be the Cowboys make the playoffs at 6-10. and 10. That's... Uh, that's... I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. 6-10. and 10, And they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's how I was saying. The NFL needs to do something about that because... Let's say the 49ers go 13-3 and they lose to the playoffs to 6 and 10 team. Let's say if a 6 and 10 team wins the Super Bowl. So, it's that's I don't know, it's just you a uh, losing team with the lo- uh, team with the losing record win the Super Bowl. That's that would be interesting to see, but I don't see it happening. No matter what what if it's Philly that wins or the Redskins that win or the Cowboys, they're going to get the cheese clap from the 49ers. Yeah. All right, so let's move to the next game, Bengals-Browns. I'm not for the Bengals, you know what? You're I going for the Bengals? Might as well. I okay. think the Browns have been, like I said, they've been let down all season. Um, I didn't think the, I didn't think they are going to be at this point in 5-7. and seven. I thought they would be a much better team. I know this rumor is Odell wants to leave. There's a lot of drama. I think this drama is going to continue coming to this game against the Bengals, and the Bengals will get their second win. I will have to disagree with you. I'm going with the Browns. They are 5-7, and seven, and in theory could still potentially make a wild yes. card spot if they go 4-0. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I think they could push really hard to try to just get a get squeeze their way into the wild card. And hold on. Roberto is calling once again. What up, Bobby? You're still on the podcast. It's still going on? Yes. Oh crap! What up, guys? What up? What sports questions can I answer for y'all? We're we're just going through our picks. Oh, okay. So, do you want to comment on the game we just talked about? Yeah. All right. So we just picked for Bengals Browns. I right, have the Bengals. Thank you. Why? I hate the Browns so much. Okay. They're like the most inconsistent team ever. All right. So I want to hit you with the two games of the week in my opinion to get your opinion and it's games we've we've already talked about not ones we haven't gotten to yet okay so 49ers Saints I like the Niners and Ravens Bills I like the Bills are you just saying this so you can catch up in your own pickums no I really like the Bills they have a good defense really athletic linebackers they played two teams with the winning record. Say that louder, Johnson. They played two you. teams with the winning record all season. What did he say? He said they've played only two teams with a winning record all season. And what's their uh, record against them? Two. They no. lost to the Patriots, and I think they beat the Titans. One and one, we think. Well, the Cowboys had a winning record when they played them. Fun fact: Cowboys can still make the playoffs with a six and ten record. Dude. The NFC East is so bad that the Washington Redskins aren't already mathematically eliminated. Oh, we are well aware. The Bills I'll won the game 14-7. I'll say that again for the people in the back. They are not mathematically eliminated. <laughs> John's mocking you. <laughs> yes, we know the NFC East is a shit show. 
Imagine being an NFC East fan. Imagine being an Eagles fan where your quarterback is getting paid a hundred and plus million dollars and he can't throw a three yard out route to his running back. Well, he has no one to throw to. Imagine being a fan. He can't throw it. No one's open. You had Matthews wide open for like eight yards. No one was going to win eight yards and you threw it like 10 yards over his head. Jordan Matthews couldn't catch a cold if you're talking about him. You want you want to know what else can't catch a win? The Eagles. You lost to the freaking Dolphins. So, Bobby, you were up fourteen. Bobby, are you one to mock? Because you you've been a fan recently of a team who put their eighty-eight million dollar quarterback on the bench. You know what? You know what? Thirteen and three. Are um, they're essentially just working out Gardner Minshew. This year, so they can get more assets when they trade them next year. If you say so. Have you uploaded your Thursday pod yet? We didn't do a Thursday pod, so you didn't. No, we took this week, uh, this Thursday off. We didn't really have much to talk about. Yeah, uh, your pickums. Oh, uh, we're gonna post a, a Instagram story of our pickums. Well, that's a bummer. Why? I wanted to listen to your pickums. Oh well. I want to do a 10 minute podcast where we just did our pickums, but do it. But Brad and Jake were like, no. Well, tell them inconsistency. Now the podcast is going to fall off. Did you guys talk about college football yet? We don't talk about college football ever. What? We neither of us follow it. Today's a big day, Billy. Big day. Oklahoma versus Baylor. Utah lost. I know that. I know, dude. That that just only strengthens the four. That's me in college football. Do you hear John? What do you say? John, say it again. This is me in college football. <laughs> I hate all of you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Enjoy your podcast. Just know the Eagles are absolute garbage fire. All right, well, we're gonna finish our picks. Alright, uh, where, where do I get food? What's a good place that delivers? Technically everywhere with DoorDash. What do you mean? You can order from any restaurant on DoorDash and they'll deliver to you. How expensive is delivery? Depends on the place. McDonald's. One ninety nine or two ninety nine. No way. Yeah. I might just actually just. It's cheaper if your order is over ten dollars because if it's under ten, then you have to pay a small purchase fee. Oh, that's weird. I'm just gonna go to McDonald's right now so that way I can get back to the game. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. See you, Bobby. Bye. Bye. Okay, interruption number two from Roberto. In this half alone. Panthers, Falcons. Let's move it right along. Panthers, Falcons. Who you got? Um, after the firing of Ron Rivera, I think it's going to weigh a lot on the Panthers. Uh, the players loved him. Uh, I got the Falcons in this one. Ooh. Okay. Well, I'm just going to be different from you again. I know the Panthers. Actually, you know what? I'm going to check something real quick. I'm just going to look at there. Let's see. Where are you? NFC... Panthers are. I'm going with the Panthers. I'm. I need to catch up, but they just lost to the Redskins. But yeah. they also scored 21 points. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Panthers. All right. They're. I think they're mathematically eliminated from the postseason. Were they six and seven? They're uh, five and seven. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna go with the Panthers just because can't trust the Falcons this year. I really can't. I, I wanted them to go like 10 and 6 and mm-hmm. they're 3 and 9. So it's just like, yeah. Um here's game of the week coming up. No, we are not talking about the Patriots Chiefs. No, we are not talking about Seahawks Rams. And heck, we're not even talking about Giants Eagles. We are going to discuss right now the Dolphins versus the Jets. Who you got? <laughs> I got the Dolphins in this game. I do too. I, I really do. No, I think I got the I, I got the Dolphins. Um, I think last time the Jets and Dolphins played together, 
I don't know if it was a close game. I don't think it was. It was. It was. It was like I think it was sixteen fifteen was the final or something ridiculous like that. Seventeen sixteen. No, that was the Bills. Twenty six. They the uh, the Dolphins beat the Jets twenty six eighteen. I got That's the Dolphins. Right. I got the Dolphins this game again. Dolphins are gonna get their fourth win this season. I have the Jets getting revenge. After three straight games, they're scoring 34 points, only scoring six. I think they're going to be out for blood. Yeah, I got they're going to be out for that dolphin blood. <laughs> so I'm, you I got, got dolphin the dolphins. One, yep. I, I just got have the, the last week being the Eagles. I think dolphins are go go out and uh, beat the Jets in this game. I uh, Chargers Jaguars. I want to give this. I'm going to give this one to the Chargers to possibly you no know, to keep Anthony Lynn, like I said in um. Los Angeles, uh, the the drag, Jaguars. Jaguars. I'm from England. <laughs> no, the Jaguars are just another poo poo team. Um, a team that I thought was gonna be good this year, like I just said earlier. Uh, they sat there, eighty million dollar quarterback last game. Um, I got put me down for the Chargers. Yeah, I'm just putting you down for the Chargers. I just gotta look at some things before I make a decision. Gotta look at. Let's see, two twenty two ninety two. I'm gonna go with the Chargers as well. Overall this season, ch- the Chargers have scored more points than the Jaguars, and I've given up less points than the Jaguars <laughs> overall in all their games combined. So I think it's just gonna be a trend that Chargers can keep it. So here, we have finally reached the true game of the week. I don't know why I'm raising my hand. We got Chiefs, <coughs> Patriots. Um, who do you have? I want to. You just can't count out the Patriots. Uh, no, they can't do count out the Chiefs either. No, they do a great job shutting down Travis Kelsey. Uh, the last five games have played each other. Uh, he has two touchdowns. Um, you know, last season Patrick Holmes led the Chiefs seventy-one points in the two losses to the Patriots. Uh, but Tom Brady doesn't have the playmakers to win this game this time. But um, I'm going to give this game to the Patriots. Uh, the only reason why I'm giving this game to the Patriots is that I know the Patriots def- offense isn't good. I think the Patriots defense is good enough to you know shut down Travis Kelsey to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. I think they can definitely shut down Tyree Kill. Uh, but the biggest thing in this game is the Chiefs defense. The Chiefs defense is not good at all. Even no. though Tom Brady doesn't have the weapons he has, I just think that's... That's going to have to pay from the game is against this Chiefs defense. Um, no, the, I think Tom Brady will play great against this defense. Uh, the Patriots need this win more than anything because if the Dolph, if the Bills win, then they're going to be tied. Damian Williams isn't playing either. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a huge loss. So they got, I think LaTron McCoy is banged up too for the Chiefs. Even though he's not a shell himself anymore, he's not, he's not who he was in Philly, he's not who, who he, he was with the Bills. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely going with the. Um, I'm going with the Patriots in this one. You know, like I said, the Chiefs' defense isn't good, and that's going to give it, propel the Patriots to play well. I think Tom Brady's and the Patriots' offense will do well against a not-so-good Chiefs' team. D- defense, not team. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots as well, mainly because I never count out my home team. But this is more... This is weird to say, 10-2 and two Patriots. This is more of a must-win for the Patriots. Yeah. Because... The Bills are only one game back, mm-hmm. and if they have if they somehow beat the Ravens and the Patriots lose, that's tie right there. Yeah, but here's the big but: the Chiefs are coming off a 31 point victory over the Raiders, so that's a lot on their side. But I can't count out the Patriots. Yeah, I won't Ra- count out the Patriots. Raiders aren't the Patriots. Yeah, the Raiders aren't the Patriots. Patriots still have one of the top defenses in yes. the league. And that Kansas City hasn't beaten New England since 2017. That's when they beat them in opening night, like freaking 49 to 20, whatever it was. Yeah. So, um, shout out to BB&J Sports podcast own Brad Harmon. He said that the Chiefs know how to beat the Patriots. But, but fun fact... They haven't since Patrick Mahomes been the quarterback. Ooh. They played two games against each other last year. Yep. Patriots won the regular season. Yep. And And Patriots won in overtime. 
So, Thanks Brad, to Ford. Brad, if you're listening, the Chiefs do not know how to beat the Patriots because they are 0-2 with Patrick Mahomes at the helm. So, boom. Thanks to D Ford. Hey, let me put my hand off side. Hey, Tommy, want your sixth ring? Here you go, yeah, buddy. Here you go. Here you go, buddy. He's gifted. NFL. Check D Ford's betting history. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to draw a shot. <laughs> Titans Raiders. Um, I got the Titans in this game. I think they're five and one. Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. They're playing Same. fantastic with him. Um, the Raiders do need this one to keep the playoff hopes alive. But after getting demolished against the Chiefs last week, they're playing a great uh, Titans team. Titans are playing, like I said, well with uh, Ryan Tannehill. Looks like he's gonna be the. He might be the guy there. I don't know. Uh, looks like Mark Muir time could be done. So put me down for the Titans. I put down the Titans for me awesome. as well. Steelers, Cardinals. Oh, boy. This is not a good game. No, it is not. But fine. I'll start. I'm going with the Steelers. Even with their backup quarterbacks and Devin Hodges, they've still just found ways to win games. And they're still... A- yeah, um, they're seven and five. Some five. Yep, they're the sixth seed in the AFC. Yeah, so in the wild card. Yep. Yeah, so it's a, it's a must win. I'm jumping. For them. I'm jumping aboard with you. Move over. Make uh, room. Uh, sorry, no room on board. Or right, I'm going to drown. <laughs> That's me going underwater. <laughs> You'd rather drown instead of picking the Cardinals. <laughs> yep. I got Pittsburgh playing. Uh, just playing well this year. Uh, Mike Tomlin. I thought this guy's gonna be on the hot seat, but I can't believe what he's doing with no second, third string quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks, Rams. Ooh. Put me down for the Seahawks. Uh, that should be obvious. I'm going with them as well. And they're playing fantastic all season. Yeah, uh, the Rams, Russell Wilson, MVP Rams, candidate. Rams been off and on. Uh, Seahawks been clicking all season. Clicking. Final game, Monday night game. Giants, Eagles. Before I get to my pick, the Eagles have drafted eight uh, eight wide receivers during the 2010s. Uh, 2010 fifth round, Riley Cooper. We all know about Riley Cooper when he said at the concert, which was not good. Uh, if you don't, I highly recommend you don't looking it up. In 2012, in the sixth round, they drafted <laughs> Marvin McNutt. Uh, 2014 second round, Jordan Matthews. 2014 fourth round, Josh Huff. Oh, here we go. Greatest effing receiver of all time in Eagles history. 2015 first round, Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> 2017 fifth round, Sheldon Gibson. 2017 fourth round, Matt Collins just got waived. In 2019 second round, J.J. Argaya-Whiteside. Um, also, last week, this was the first time in 25 years the Eagles lost to 2-9 two, two and, two and nine or worse. Uh where Cody's birds lost to the Bengals during a seven-game losing streak. Um, the Eagles need this win more than anything. I know I said it last week against the uh, Bill, uh, the Bills against the Dolphins. The Eagles need to go in this game. Their o- offense played great last week. Their defense played like crap. Both of these need to play good. You're playing a team, a, a Giants team that's 2-10. and ten. Eli Manning hasn't started since week one, I believe. They benched him week one, right? Um, Daniel Jones first started week three. So, Elon Man hasn't played since week two, so he's going to be rusty. Shaquan Barkley hasn't been himself, has a terrible um, sophomore campaign. Uh, Sh- Sterling Shepard has concussion problems. Evan Ingram has been injured some this season. So, I'm, I'm, I'm not picking against my team as much as I think. I said it against the Dolphins. I'm going to say it again. Don't be surprised if the Giants win. But the, the Eagles need this win. The Eagles cannot lose a 2-9 team. Then a week later, lose to a friggin' two and ten team. If this happens, I'm done with football. I'm done with sports. I'm going to hide in the room the rest of my life and quit my job and quit the podcast. I take it if you quit. I'll still do the podcast. Oh, I can't because I quit sports. Yeah, so I'll slide the mic under your door, open it, a crack, sneak the mic, and have the cord just run I'll under your door. Ground all depressed. He's like <laughs> Eagles. It just I'm talking sports. Just like Eagles. No, <laughs> Eagles. No. Eagles now. Start crying. <laughs> That's but, uh Yeah, I got the Eagles in this one. Giants. That is the worst pick I've ever heard of. I'm just kidding. I picked the Eagles too. <laughs> uh, but the Eagles, need to, they need to go in this game. They need to go in this game and play like they've 
better than they ever have the season they won the Super Bowl. They need to count this as their Super Bowl, and they need to go in there and need to win this game to stay alive. They cannot lose this game, but don't be surprised if the Giants win. Don't be surprised if Eli Manning claps those cheeks. Yeah, and then let's see if Eli Manning can get a positive winning record in his career instead of being like 114 and 114 or 116 and 116, whatever it is, the even 500 record he has. Is that all you got? <laughs> This half's approaching 40 minutes Damn. just by itself. So all right, that's all I hit got us on. with your closing statements of where we can find you. All right, guys, you can find me on Instagram, John Halloran 15 O-H-A-L-L-O-R-A-N-1-5. I brought back my tweeter. You tweet a machine? Yep, uh, underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. Um, guys, I got a YouTube channel. I have two vlogs up this month. That's a record for me. Literally, more it's than Bobby has. <laughs> That's another shout out, Bobby. But my YouTube is John O'Halloran. I have two vlogs up, so please go watch those. Uh, like, hit. he's a Marine. The most, yep. His most recent upload. My stepbrother's a Marine, so go like that for him. And um, Will the Thrill, where can they find you? You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram, at William Kluski. You can follow the show, at TTL Pod on both Twitter and Instagram as well. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite listening platform. Yes. And John, share with friends and family, please. Help us get that moolah. Yeah, this has been Take the Lead, and we are out. Bye.